to Life Behind Beer. I'm Alex Crosby of Iron Horse Brewery, uh, checking in with you again to once just talk about beer, talk about it in terms of the industry, things like that. I got three very fine guests today, my usual co-host, Wes and Sabrina. Uh, we're on the road in Boise, Idaho. Boise, Idaho. Boise, yes. Boise, 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 Idaho. I've been working on that all week and I still mess it up, but that's the East Coast for me. I still can't pronounce like Puyallup or Tulalip or whatever we got out there. Our way. Uh, but anyway, uh, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves and, and we'll start We'll start to my left. I'm Doug Pratt, the Boise sales rep around here. Uh, Brian Dearborn, uh, work for the Duncan's distributor, Stein Distributing. Uh, uh, I'm Adam Ransett. I work in the marketing department at Iron West Brewery. Yeah. He does, uh, if you've bought any of our rad stuff, that's that's the guy who works on that. Yeah. Uh, quick plug yeah. to radbreweryshit.com. Yeah. Real website. All <laughs> buy that shit. That works that way. Please, please buy it. It is rad. Cool. Maybe we'll make a podcast t-shirt someday. Maybe. But we need more listeners first. We <laughs> beer after it too, right? Have you done that yet? Uh, well, we have life behind bars, which is what we kind of based it off of. So, sort of, a little bit. Okay. Um, but thanks, guys, for being here. Um, since we're in Idaho, basically what I wanted to talk about today was just, you know, you guys, you grew up here, sort of. Yeah, for the most part. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you've been working how long in Stein um, in the area? I've been with Stein now for almost four years. Okay. And then I've been a part of the Boise Beer community for Never. about 15, nice. 20 years. Um, we used to tend bar and all the craft beer bars in town so uh, always kind of been really in tune with what's going on here as far as craft beer goes so yeah I mean with, with you guys on here I just you know this town definitely even I have I've only here been here once before I kind of stopped for lunch on my way to Salt Lake City and it, it, it feels more vibrant and like crazy now compared to even three years ago the last time I, I stopped into town and I just want to get you know your guys opinion of that how things have changed how things maybe stay the same I know craft breweries are there right now I tried to count on today it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 200. <laughs> no, not everyone's uh, garage. No, it's a, it's a joke. Um, but uh, I think it's around 50, 60. Yeah. So um, there is a lot. You know, uh, they, they seem to be popping up and it tends to go in packs too. Yeah. Like, you know, you go for six months to a year, no, no new breweries, and then all of a sudden. Here comes summertime and pop, 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 pop. There's three or four, you know, all at once. Um, you know, she, every other day during the summer, it's like, you know. Just, I hear about a new brewery every week. It's like, oh, yeah. What are you guys doing? Oh, just like 10 barrel bash in my garage. All right, cool. Okay. <laughs> right? Uh, Got to start somewhere. <laughs> Business licenses are, are just easier in the summertime. I guess so. They're just slower. <laughs> that, uh, that 200 number I threw out is, is kind of all, all encompassing regional. Yeah. Local. I mean, there's a lot of choices out there for the average person looking to buy a pint. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've definitely uh, seen that in the last couple of days hitting the, hitting the bars around town, check, check them out. You know, I, I like, I like here that they asterisk all the local stuff. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. every bar, like, you know, like local to just sit. Yeah. We, uh, we've seen a real growth in accounts that only want to pour local beer now because they have enough choices. They feel they can satisfy all their customers' needs with just local beer. That can make it tough for, you know, a regional brewery like Ironhorse to come in. Right. Uh, and there's a few accounts that uh, that probably won't buy your beer yeah. because it's not local. But, you know, the advantage we have here with you guys is, you know, obviously a great product. Um, and uh, you guys have a lot of fun. You know, your marketing stands out all the time. It's a great product. Um, the thing that really puts it over the top, though, is when you have a rep like Duncan in the market because people want to see a face. You right. Know, they 
they need a face of the yeah. brewery. And, you know, these big regional <laughs> breweries, the Heritage Breweries, the Class of 88, all those guys, they, they lose market share here to these newer breweries. Totally. And they have hardworking people out on the street every yeah. day selling the product. Somebody like Duncan could come in and now, now Iron Horse has a face. Right. And, and somebody who's local and knows people and knows the area. Exactly. And demand. And, exactly. Yeah, definitely. That's that's a huge advantage. And, you know, you have a, you have good story and everything. Yeah. People, you know, people aren't even half the time they're they're not drinking a pint. They're drinking a story and, and uh, yeah. a relationship. People, beer is so personal to people. You know, it's... Uh, it's why people get upset when a small craft brewery gets bought out by a big mega brewery because exactly. it's their brewery. That's their beer. You know, they take it really personally. It's, it's a lot like music. You know, when a when a indie rock band signs up with a with a major label, oh, now they're a sellout. I'm not going to listen to them anymore. Same with beer. You know, um, obviously you guys aren't sellouts. You're uh, keeping it real. No, with the independent yeah. craft. We're pretty diehard. On yeah, we're pretty. Yeah, that's a, we'll probably we'll probably go out of business before we sell out. I think. <laughs> I think uh, I forget who it was. I think it was Ross, though. He said a uh, billion dollars was the price. Okay, all right. He was hey, okay with billion dollars. You know. Anything. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's a fair price. Yeah, and I mean, you don't blame Ballast Point or Lagunitas <laughs> at that yeah, point no. either, right? I mean, yeah. that's a lot of money. Yeah. I'm sure those guys are crying into their hundreds at night. Just Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. so I don't think there's any Idaho-based breweries that have ever bought out yet, though. I'm not counting Temporal because they're not Idaho. Right, no, they're from Bend, and then they just expand. No, you're, out, you're absolutely correct there. Did, did, did Timberell expand before the, the buyout? So Timberell yeah. came here before the yeah, buyout. This is there. That was our second pub. Yep. And honestly, the boys' pub, I know people there. I will respect that one. Yeah. I don't respect the whole brand, but I do respect <laughs> Timberell and Boise because they do. There, I have friends that work there. So right. I'm well, and they have a, a wizard of a brewmaster, Sean Kelso, in yeah. there. He's a gold medal winner, GABF. Uh, he Barley yeah. Brown's uh, brewer before that. So well, it's like a there. kind of a similar situation. Um, a friend of mine works for a brewery in Ohio called Fatheads, and they expanded oh, yeah. to Portland, and it was a franchise agreement. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and now and I, I commented on my friend because he was talking about the, the you know they're changing things, and I'm like, well, are they just taking all your recipes? And it's like, no, there's an actual brewmaster at that location. And like 90% of it is his recipes and that hadn't really crossed my mind that even though it's like I'm thinking about this Ohio thing like there's still a guy like as long as there's still a guy there who's coming up cre- with creativity with things there's still a reason to, to kind, of, kind of go there if it's just there and it's just you know we're just selling you know cucumber crush raspberry crush from there but I was, I was in there actually earlier today checking out the menu uh, and it seemed like I had a lot of cool unique things there so it, it still seems like it was it's a good cornerstone for the community and like a lot of other Kind of yeah. situations. He I mean, he has the the freedom to create whatever he gets on a whim. You know, if he yeah. if he wakes up in the middle of the night and says, you know, I want to make a pistachio mint milk stout, you know, then he starts it's brewing. Go right? for it. Yeah, yeah. We're next thing you know, it's on the menu. Yeah, man. Well, that's good. That's right. good enough. The thing that makes me upset about local breweries like that is like one just moved here. I'll say their name, but they're from Montana, and <laughs> now they're considered okay. local, even though they're not really from here and they get the local perps now it's like talking about opening up an irons pub here on iron something you get thrown to local then because local to me is idaho born and based so there's many ones one in nampa one downtown sure. two downtown right you could that's say the same thing about mother earth right that's are, are they local they yeah. moved here uh maybe though they saw productions most of production down in san diego they're still based out of there and they just 
players than Justin Tampa. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, I, it depends on your definition of local, and depending on who you talk to, there's there's multiple definitions, right? Local to me is Washington, Oregon, Idaho. That's local. Regional local. I don't pride myself. Like, yeah. local Idaho, when you're next door to the best beer-producing states, you can't just shut them out. We're missing Allen. Hell. So... Oh, Brian. It's okay. I Sorry. swear I put that okay, on the right. Tell me okay. to call me back later. <laughs> all right. We'll have her call back. It's all right. I think, Sorry, I think it's tradition that we get interrupted at least once an episode. Because <laughs> on our first episode, we were at the pub in, in Ellensburg. And uh, Damien brought in a rack of glasses. That was just the loudest thing. And then he did turn on <laughs> the dishwasher and it was like... So yeah, I, I think it's just gonna happen every episode. Which is fine. <laughs> I'd be a little signature. bit worried for us if this I, was just clean I, cut every single and time. Exactly. I feel like it gives us some authenticity. You know, <laughs> you see like, all of you walk by, actually, we're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> what is going on in my building? Right 101? Now? I was gonna oh, say, yeah. have, we, have we told the listeners that we're no, we're so we're in Boise and we're right outside Wise Guys uh, Pizza Place, Pizza, I don't know, Pizzeria, Pizzeria. Anyway, Wise Guys Pizza, where we're gonna have our half K race tomorrow. This will be out after. That happens, but still, yeah. If we make it there, <laughs> we'll make it. We'll make it. There might be a member of our team who does not make it. But. Shout out to these guys, Ryan and uh, Ryan, the owner here, yeah. and uh, great Philly. guy, Philly Philly. awesome dude. They have uh, been supporters since day one. Yeah, uh, we've awesome. had a permanent Irish death handle on since the day our house the day you guys came into they always came yeah, into market. I love those. Nice. I love that. I love those things. Yeah. That was like we stopped in. Uh, we stopped in. Pendleton on the way and we went to this like cowboy bar for breakfast and they had a handle of Irish death I was quite surprised and excited so yes, sir you know yeah. you can, it speaks but. to the it speaks to the uh, durability of that brand because you know here we are in a downtown you know bar right in the hub of college you know college town yeah. and everything and they have it on tap the you go out to the really blue collar areas of town you know the out in out the call well, well that's one of the strongest markets too for Irish death so yeah. Some of the biggest well. markets out in Napa Caldwell, and they people are like, "Why'd you go out there?" I'm like, "They're not all they're small dive bars they going through a okay week." week. Yeah. I am. Yeah, you know those guys make it happen. Yeah, places like that can definitely truck on uh, Irish death for sure. Shout out to Ulysses. <laughs> nice. So, getting back to that local thing, yeah. Um, yeah. I went to do an account the other day, and they were like hyper local. He said, "I'm only going to put on tap uh, beers that are from Boise." itself. Oh my god. And not with a distributor. Okay. So, so that? and you, that's, that's like five maybe. Yeah. There, but that would work in like there's, Boston. There's, <laughs> there is enough. I mean there's more than five believe it or not. And you can fill out a tap list uh, with these guys that are that are out self-distributing you know with their, they're filling the kegs throwing them in the back of their pickup truck and yeah. driving around until they sell them all. Which I would say I mean bad respect people to self-distribute but I feel like it's not being bought out but going with the wholesaler means you're going so big that you, you can't physically self-distribute so that means people are drinking stuff more. like if you keep self-distributing over years 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 and years either stubbornness or like it's just not that good there's a lot of, there's a lot of people out there like I'm, I want to control all of this I so. self-distribute around Boise I would have left like three months ago no way. it's hard work yeah, yeah. No way. I can't lift the cake I'm weak 99% of breweries all start out that way you know that's yeah. a cool thing about the beer business is the, the garage. process hasn't really changed nobody's an overnight success you know you gotta start out small and you know some of these breweries have a lot of potential and some of them are got some work to 
to do. <laughs> that's always that's always the case. The lightest way to say that. When I was living in Boston, there's a bowling alley, uh, probably about half a mile from my house, and they took out like their regular like crappy food court, and they decided to, like put a brewery, like a brewery in there. And I went there like a week after it opened. It was probably some of the worst the worst beer I've ever yeah, seen. I've, I've tried homebrew, and there's a reason why I stopped it. So it's not as fun as I thought. It was I, that's yeah. one of the most common fallacies in this business is uh, people think because they can brew a decent homebrew that it's going to translate onto a yeah, large scale upscaling and, things. You know, it's like it's like the guy that uh, makes a really good lasagna, and so all his friends <laughs> tell him, you know, you should open a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe you should think about that. And, uh, maybe do some more. Have tests. a business plan. Yeah, uh, think about where you want to take it. I have yeah. a buddy that's doing really well in the in the business. He's self distributing, and he uh, he had you know had it in plans in the incubation stage for years until until he was able to raise the capital and do it starting out slow it's doing really well so you yeah. know I think, uh, I think and I don't want to discourage right to discourage people from home no, no, either no, like no, give it a no, shot no, yeah that's a, you know, the opposite like, yeah. <laughs> but just yeah just because you can uh, make a good lasagna doesn't mean you should be a chef <laughs> that's true open your own restaurant yeah, yeah I think it, it says a lot about the scene though if, uh, if someone can you know get a full tap list with uh, breweries they can see from the roof kind of a deal like that absolutely it's, yeah. it's great that it's so vibrant growing still we've seen a couple close down this year um, but uh, and the same yeah two of them closed down this year or within the last six months but at the same time five opened so yeah you know there's that's what's going to happen around here with local it's a course it's going to be spiral fitness like someone's closed down they've been here for a while yeah. and they're gone now these new guys they don't come out swinging battling against I'll say Fayette Saka like Woodland Mm-hmm. Even boys are very, like they don't come out swinging. Yeah, they're gonna get lost in the wayside. Absolutely, I think. Um I'm trying to remember where I saw that. It may have been the Brewers Association, something like that, just released a report uh, kind of detailing the ups and downs of the industry. Uh, and, I, you know, you see some of the biggest players lose the most market share. Meanwhile, you're seeing guys that, you know, have 10% of the distribution with, you know, 50% of the gain or something like that in the market. So you can definitely, I think, still win out there for sure, but it's it's definitely getting tougher and a little bit more cutthroat, which, I mean, is good. Maybe rising tide. It's cutthroat. Raises all out there. So it's the city of Boise where you have every rep mattermore living there mostly. So it's besides the big guys, but yeah, the funniest thing uh, was when I was a, a sales rep downtown. It was it was Thursday morning. We're notorious for a, a whole line of beer reps just standing <laughs> in a hallway waiting to talk to one buyer. You know, it's like take a number. You know, okay, you got five minutes. You know, give me your elevator pitch kind of thing. All right, next. You know, and uh, I was in Meridian, went to Heritage, and walked downstairs, and there is. Five beer reps and two salesmen also there. And I just went, no, let's turn around. It's like, I'm not going to try to battle this one dude. He's going to be blacked out by the time I try to give him a sample. Yeah. I mean, the, the craft beer bars down here, you know, we everybody pays a lot of attention to them. And I think the I think the unexplained point, you know, part where they can really grow is go to the bars that people don't pay attention to. You know, don't do a ton of craft. Yeah. You know, if you can get your handle on there alongside the Bud Light and the Coors Light, 
and then you know you have yeah, your one Irish death handle there. That's a thing. That that is definitely oh, yeah, no, a thing, that's, right? It's basically uh, why we're mixing it. We get we get we get props for being the best dive bar craft beer. Yeah, ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, we can wear that proud like course like for some reason. Mid- like, like you can have you can have all the tabs of free punk pre funk, but yeah. if I can get into a dive bar, you know, dive and there's eagle, there's old dudes there at winter. ten o'clock drinking all day. Yeah, just oh. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But still, it's still fun to be in that in the fun high profile beer bars. Yeah, we uh, should work that into the marketing somewhere, like the dive bar champions, <laughs> the, best, the best craft beer for your fun. dive that bar. That would be yes. Irish, Irish yeah. dead. Dive bar champions <laughs> like, I, I can make some like WWE belts, yeah. you know, dive bar champ. Yeah, I think we, I think I, I think we got something going here. <laughs> See, it's not just a podcast. Yeah, brainstorm. Yeah, we're gonna build this to R and D. Um. So yeah, I mean that kind of covers Boise, Brian. I mean in your world with Stein, I mean how have you seen a big difference between when you started with them to like getting in there and how how much they have to fight for your attention, you know, as far as if they want to go to the distributor or anything like that. Again, it's like, you know, I don't it, know a ton about, so I'm making it up, but, you know. Do you remember when Iron Horse launched? Oh, absolutely. Oh, God, we had the best time. It was the funnest launch I've ever done. Uh, <laughs> you know, Greg was down here, Dane and Ross were down here. We had the whole crew. Emily had just started working for you guys, and it, it is seriously like a fond memory because <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Um, uh, can I curse? Yes. Okay, good. good. Yeah, we uh, have the explicit tag. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 21 plus. So, so uh, <laughs> I think it was uh, Dan and Ross did uh, something called Battle Shits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, you know, uh, I took them to get breakfast burritos, <laughs> and then we went up to a country club right after that. Uh, place we none of us and came they both just <laughs> blew up the bathroom stalls there, and they, apparently it's a game called Battle Shits. Whoever uh, is the loudest and stinkiest wins. I, I don't think That's there fun. is a winner. I think everyone wins. <laughs> everyone loses. <laughs> The country club lost. We'll not mention that. <laughs> they were the biggest loser that day. But yeah, I mean, we had a blast, and I think that was that was kind of right at the peak. You guys got in right in time because um, there's less and less regional breweries sniffing around now. It's you true. Know, obviously, the I mean, the local scene continues to grow, and everybody wants to open their own Boise brewery. But uh, there's less and less regional sniffing around because the market share has contracted a yeah. little bit. Um, you know, uh, with things like with Green Flash pulling out of the market and uh, a couple other breweries, you know, I saw Wander pulled out, so. limiting their distribution. Wander's another example. Twenty wow. first uh, uh, century, twenty uh, first amendment, twenty first amendment. Thank you. Um, they're uh, they're going to just stop distributing here as well. Really? And, wow, uh, that's shocking to me, especially because they have that Brooklyn twenty first Funk Works right thing going. They're yeah. they're big for a little bit. Then I mean, yeah. I'm from Northern California. I I love that brewery. Yeah, I have seen their stuff on and I mean hell and high water it's like summertime. Oh, so good. It's so good. There hasn't really been a big like you know big top top uh, top 50 even regional launch since uh, Founders was the last one. Yeah. And that was uh, yeah. a little over a year ago. Year so, a little over a year ago. So that's it's not not everybody's in line waiting to get in this Boise market. That's now. it. That's really so. That's kind of shocking. Yeah. Honest. Like I figured this, you know. 
Right, kind of a hotbed, but it, I guess it, I guess it is in a different different way than most people think of it. Right. I mean, even with founders, though, you can look around, like see yeah. how many handles they have out here. No, it's not a lot, it's right? Not, yeah, it didn't seem they, like it was they a big just presence. had their founders wrap here, so you can tell when they're around. It's not. It's not like it's not like when I went to Portland when founders launched in Portland, and it was like every bar had like eight taps of founders wherever I went. I, don't know. I mean, I, you can literally in Boise tell who lives in Boise or who visits absolutely live handles because there's, there's some great breweries out there that made. One of my favorites is Epic. I can't, it's hard to find handle. Like, Absolutely. it's just, and, but even, I mean, thinking about Jody Firestone, Heather with Hoff Valley. Absolutely. Had lunch with Heather, Heather today. No, uh, <laughs> she, yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's a blast. Um, but it's just, it's just one of those things where if you're not in present, you can see, you can definitely see. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, I mean, for people who aren't really in the industry, I think uh, typically what you see when you launch a market is kind of like the high watermark everyone's excited about the brand yeah you have that peak and then uh what's really important is catching that residual on the back end and making sure that you can right. you know maybe not be at the high water mark 100 percent of the time but if you can keep it at you know 70 percent of what it was you're right. doing great exactly deal so i think well, well there was of, a little when emily left before i got here right so the dip there yeah. so well again absolutely it's like it's like brian was saying about having that face that's everywhere you know knowing people and, and getting in there you know hanging out with you last night and, and pretty much everywhere Went, you knew at least one person. I was like, "That's great. That's fantastic." You know. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's no trip to Boise is complete, right? Without a, without a goldfish race or something like that. It wasn't goldfish. Night. Wasn't going. Around. I got, I'm not going back to one of those. That's where I'm All right. Um, you have any questions, Adam? No. I'm okay. questions. Do you have any questions for us? Anything you want to know? Uh, well, what's next? Send it. Send it. Send it's what's next. I think that beer's going to create some confusion, and I love it. I actually, yeah, uh, I'll say this today. It's okay. Um, I, so I got a, one of the cakes out today, so I had to allocate it because it didn't go to next week. But I emailed the rep. I was like, Homestead, send it. Please send it yeah six barrel and he calls me and says what do you want me to send what, what are we sending I'm like just What's I'm going like on? just send it send it it's send like, it just send it like, I know what is it like, <laughs> it's like, uh, like dude right. what's what I'd say sweet so I realized right dude <laughs> I realized right there I was like alright I'm gonna say send it pale ale or something like that or make it bold because it was just no, it was just hilarious we'll work like, on it. and it's kind of it's almost an inside joke because you know if I'm like working at Target you know ringing up the register, I don't know what Send it means, yeah, but so. it's it's kind of industry jargon, right? Right. Don't no, send it. You know? Send it. Just and, send it. Uh, so I think the beer the beer crowd like the they'll especially enjoy so the name of that. Make them tap it and try it. Looking forward to trying yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to be on a wine guys. I say I'm going to ask Tim. Ah, this is just take just take some. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll grab my hand pump. Let's go with that. <laughs> I would like to. I'd, I'd like to see uh, hear what you guys think. How do you uh, how do you see tomorrow going? Uh, better than last year already. Any predictions? Like uh, most outrageous thing uh, that's gonna happen. I hope we get some good costumes. I will not make it past third bar. Okay. Wow. <laughs> is Tannen coming with you? Tannen's in Grand Teton. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Thank God. Well, I guess he won't be the unofficial mascot for that. <laughs> no, I'm going to say uh, Jared's the first to duck out. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Longest survivor. 
Nicole. Yeah, she'll probably she'll probably go the distance. She's competitive like that. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> I, I, I think four or five, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Personally, so, drinks the least amount, maybe. Yeah. Does uh, does any do you get people no, to come out and actually try to win these things? Like, uh, yes, yeah, usually like the first group, people just like yeah. all all ass. Yeah. yeah, my one of the favorite things I've ever seen in a half K uh, was <laughs> a guy who just did not get it whatsoever. <laughs> I don't want to say the location or give it away. Uh, he didn't see the decimal. He thought it was a five K. Well, he was <laughs> he was pretty adamant on winning. Uh, he was going for time. Man. I, think he, I think his mind was like, oh, that's the shortest race. I got this. So homeboy takes off, immediately is like 100 yards ahead of anyone else, which is, you know, 50% of that race almost. (laughs) (laughs) Crosses the finish line. It's the last heat, too, so there's like 10 people in it maybe, and it's like, you know, the quote-unquote competitive heat. Gets across the finish line, and we hand him the same third-place medal and the same space blanket as everyone else, and (laughs) just the look of confusion on his face. But but I I won. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, no, you're you're a finisher. Everyone's a finisher. Yeah, that's (laughs) how this works. It's going tomorrow, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stop by. I'm not gonna race. I'll get okay. I'll, you have a free ticket. Don't worry. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> this was your ticket. You think we can, we can look that up? You know. Uh, I know I a guy. Know. I, don't know. Yeah. I know a guy who knows a guy. So. <laughs> uh, do you guys have a starter's pistol? Uh, actually, we have an interesting. We were interesting set up. Adam. Actually, Adam uh, went with the. Uh, we just have playing. a uh, broken six barrel uh, that we've uh, taken traded it or uh, made it into a starting gong. So we just have a zip tie. <laughs> yeah, we're going to hang it up. Holding this six uh, barrel and just smash it with a baseball, baseball bat. bat. Oh, okay. So, like yeah, that's, I like it. Yeah. yeah. yeah it gives it that authentic Iron Horse <laughs> flavor. Yeah. The aluminum bat, like metal on metal? No, just a... No? Uh, oh, this game. Oh, my God. I want to hit that thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> we have a 10-foot uh, inflatable can of Irish death. Yeah, we do. We have a yeah. giant inflatable. Oh, wow. Now. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. That's exciting. I uh, I keep just wondering when people are going to tell me to stop spending money on things like that because I, I yeah. mean, welcome to my life. <laughs> welcome like, to my look at my look at this desk. Like, are you guys sure we want to just buy a ten foot inflatable can? Like, I feel like this should be a hard yes. process. To why? Get. No, why? Because it's going to look phenomenal at yeah. summer events all summer long. It's going to be great. Right. But yeah. So excited. I'm so excited to take it to Washington Brewers Fest. If I'm working that gig, I don't know. Dibs after Idle Falls Brew Fest. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have to order another. Is what it sounds like. Yeah. So. We like, should get a different brand that we should like send it in the yeah. can. I think uh, I have high hopes for send it. So hopefully send that, it. that could be the next life on bars. Yeah. No, it should be good for the uh, the half K tomorrow. It's uh, yeah. I think it'll I think it'll work out. I think our event Amy our events person. Oh, so nervous about it, good. but it'll work. Out. <laughs> Are you gonna have like uh, some people stationed along the, the course yeah. with water? You know. The, no, the, actually, the, we had I, I like the Tostino's pizza thing because it's a hot pocket run <laughs> instead of water. You're a little Tostino's pizza roll. <laughs> Grab one. Nice. And just pop it. Uh, Jared said yeah. the little gel things. Yeah, like the little gel. Kind of like the gel pack. <laughs> it's, it's I would just love it if you guys could conference me in some time at one of your brainstorming sessions. <laughs> <laughs> the, the outrageous stuff. What is the weirdest shit like, you can think it. of? Yeah, uh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even remember half the stuff because it's just like. Oh man. Throw it. We just if throw we, everything at if it. If we had an unlimited budget, uh, <laughs> we, should, we should. We should Facebook Live the next one. Just yeah. For kicks. Just, no, just just so make it silly. I want to keep my job, so what's not? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think sure, yeah, last year. Just working, whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
last year there was a woman who ran a uh, an actual like half marathon the morning of the half k, uh, and she said that there was more feed stations and stops on our half k race <laughs> than in her half thirteen miles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I think uh, in Ellensburg last year we had something like sixteen feed stations for point five k. That's doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because we're all athletes out there. Oh yeah, Mad athletes. Yeah, and I, I guess uh, we should say that it's all in all in good fun and uh, uh, for a good cause. Yeah, Idaho, Idaho Food Bank. Idaho Food Bank. Idaho Food Bank for Boise, and then there's a fish food bank, a local food bank yeah, in Ellensburg that we can do it for. So yeah, great time. Wait, we they give food to fish. Say fish. <laughs> Wait, it goes to the aquarium. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the whole give a man a you fish. Know, thing. Aquarium. Yeah. Give a man a fish. Well, the world <laughs> famous Ellensburg Aquarium. Just <laughs> <laughs> in his backyard or some pool. Hey guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Here's some krill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think for, like uh, for both food banks. And I can't remember the exact numbers. It's. I feel like this is a book report I haven't studied for every time I do this podcast. But I think we're trying to raise a, thou- a thousand. I think a thousand dollars here, five thousand in Ellensburg. How many fish does that send to college? <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-five. A whole, a whole school. Yeah. Ooh, oh, get it? It's yeah. a good class size. Actually, we're gonna have to, twenty-five. We're gonna have to go back and edit all this. <laughs> this, this, is, just, this is the good this, stuff. This is Monty Python. Just call it It just makes no sense. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, no, Brian, yeah. thanks for being here. Duncan, Adam, thanks everybody for being on. Uh, if you liked what you heard, uh, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to this. And also write us a review. Even a one word review helps us pick a peak, get more people in the action. If you have any questions for us, uh, you can participate in our Better Know the Brewery segment for our next taping. Uh, you can email us podcast at Iron if you have hate mail for the podcast, you can email Jared at ironhorsebrew.com. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We got to go get ready for this half K. So uh, have a good day. Go, boy, stay. <laughs> we can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs>